Hi, I'm Kabir. I'm Naomi. And I'm Janvi. And, and this, this is, is a Social Battery Podcast. It doesn't get less annoying every single time <laughs> we do it, guys. Okay, so today, basically, we have a really, really interesting topic. And that is separating the art from the artist. And there's a lot of trigger warnings that we want to issue first. Janvi, you've helped me out with them. There's sexual assault, for sure. Sexual misconduct. Homophobia. Homophobia. Zionism. Zionism. Anti-Semitism. There's sexism. Sexism. Usage of slurs against many minorities because these all basically encompass and also domestic abuse. Domestic abuse is another big yeah. one that we're going to cover with right. Chris Brown, of course. So um, the topic for today, like I said, is separating the art from the artist. And I feel like that's a really pertinent point today with like cancel culture. Do you want to talk about cancel culture, any of you? Um, you can go I have very like um, I don't know how I feel about cancel culture because um, with like the media that I've been exposed to I have seen a lot of people saying that it's harmful and as much as I agree that it's harmful I think that when um, it's not harmful for celebrities because when they like take the um, opportunity and the uh, platform to influence so many people they also have a responsibility to their audience mm-hmm. and to like not their audience to everyone in the world who is like being exposed to their um, art mm. and uh, when it comes to that you can't you you cannot afford to slip up yeah. and um, you cannot afford to not have view to have views that are against people right see even then sometimes people do say something unintentionally but even then I think there's a very big difference between holding someone accountable and outrightly cancelling them there is and now in our generation there are so many blurred lines over there mm, i think like sorry we yeah, continue no 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 you can go ahead i think like janvi actually you and i were talking about james charles not too long back right where he was trigger warning mention of grooming and sexual like sort of like predatory behavior yeah. where he was found like in a se- repeated series of behaviors where he was you know messaging younger fans who are who are minors and just the fact that their fans creates a very Icky power imbalance, yeah. right? Now, do you think that what happened to James Charles where he was outright cancelled? Because all these, you know, like these YouTubers, like these select few, like him, Trisha Paytas, Jeffree Star, all of them just keep getting yeah. like, they just have like, are always doing like the worst stuff. Do you think that he was held accountable and do you think he got what was coming to him in a right way? Either of you? See, with James, I don't think it was a slip up. Hmm. It was a pattern. It was him doing genuinely messed up things do you agree like repeatedly yeah Yeah, repeatedly Hmm. so honestly and this opinion can be contested even by the people that are listening to this but i think he did deserve to get cancelled because i think i'm using the word cancelled in the sense that i mean that he did deserve to not to be be, deplatformed to be deplatformed to not be given the support and recognition that he's continued so you think so my question is that now like coming to the basic overarching theme of the conversation is that Janvi I'll start with you knowing like this whole thing do you think that we should not watch James Charles videos now because you you can't can you separate the art of him which is I guess in his thing content creation can you separate that from his sexual misconduct allegations I think there's pretty much truth he's he's agreed to it so sexual misconduct I think there's only like an extent you can hold a person accountable to like Mm. there is a point where there is no hope for that person right and I also think that you need to separate like the person from like their um, role as an influencer Hmm. because even if you are saying that okay you know like they deserve a second chance I don't think that they deserve a second chance as like someone who is in a position and a role to influence so many people because there's so many people working hard for it 
and i think that people with their good intentions and also like people who know where they're going wrong and where they're right deserve the platform more than he does right and more than influencers and people who are doing like stuff that is not okay okay so you know my two cents on this is that i believe it's completely circumstantial on whether you can separate the art from the artist and i'll and we'll get into why and and i think we won't be able to talk about that without talking about one very major event or two actually major events that have happened like Mm. in the last like four five years with pop culture or with like just generally with the world the first is me too which is in both in hollywood and in bollywood right where we saw so many big actors and producers and filmmakers who were outed for being you know again trigger warning assault for being you know like predatory in nature the biggest example for me guys was Harvey Weinstein Weinstein I don't know how to pronounce him you guys may not know him but he made a lot of he made a lot of great films with like Quentin Tarantino you know like Pulp Fiction Kill Bill those are all under Harvey Weinstein those are some of my favorite films but he produced that so every time that I'm streaming that film am I putting money into his pocket those are questions that really plagued me because that's yeah. a comfort film for me. And I think the second one, which you both can really, really talk about, is this, um, when the whole, I think, Israel-Palestine conflict re-emerged, like, again, into yeah. headlines. It's been ongoing. It goes on. It's, it's been going on and very, very strongly for a very long time, but it re-emerged into headlines. Quite recently. Quite recently. Yeah. And there was a slew of celebrities who have very openly said, can't wait to go to Israel. I want to perform at Tel Aviv. I want to do this including Harry Styles, Troy Sivan, a lot of people. What was your take on that? So for me, um, Harry Styles being accused of being a Zionist was something I had known for a very long time. And Harry Styles is one of my comfort artists for the longest time. Mm. Because, you know, some of his songs, I think one that I can name is from The Dining Table, is something that I used to listen to when I was at my lowest point. Mm. So obviously, when I got to know this, I was very shaken up. But then I went through this period of conflict where, like you said, I didn't know whether listening to my comfort songs would make me an is enabler, the right word yeah. to use. Or like be giving yeah. money. Yeah, exactly. And that really confused me for obvious reasons. This is someone I've admired for so long. I love One Direction. It was my entire childhood. Same. Yeah, literally. And then I got to know this. And it was really tough for me to emerge out of that. Mm-hmm. Because it was a, it's a very small thing, obviously. Right. But then again, I look at myself as this righteous person who's always on this uh, morally correct path. But then I'm listening to someone who is so problematic. And even like apart from Zionism, there's so many things he's accused of. Of like um, saying some like sexist things for cultural appropriation and a lot more. And so I reached a point where I separated the art from an artist only with a select few songs. But even when I would listen to them, I would always have it playing in the back of my head. Right. Right. And um, what else? I think that's just the gist of... So I think like, and for me, like Janvi, we'll get to Janvi's like biggest uh, inspiration, mother, godmother, Lana Del Rey in like a minute. Because I feel like she will give the best perspective on separating the art for the artist for Janvi. Like, Lana Del Rey herself but I feel like for me what like the gist I'm getting and honestly for me also I feel like it's 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 an easier thing to do um it's an easier thing to not be able to separate the art from the artist like it's easier said than done to be like you know like 
this is the artist this is what they've said and again guys we're not telling you how to live your lives like we're not saying that this is the right thing to do that yeah. you should our opinion it's our this opinion. is our it's not even our opinion it's just like the way that we've lived our lives which is like it's it's like whatever yeah and i think there's like a lot of gray it's a lot it's a lot so like i mean i'm really sorry like if you think like what like naomi did or yeah. like what i did with like harvey weinstein which is like in a sense like not brushing it past or forgetting it but having it but still being like you know these are some of my favorite forms of content I'm really sorry but that's just like our thing. Yeah because we are not this is something I always thought hey at least I'm not supporting him personally, personally. and professionally anymore. anymore. But I'm listening to his songs so somewhere there is still so much gray area right. that. I feel like the one person that like Johnny you talk about Lana Del Rey why are you still supporting Lana Del Rey when you know she's openly racist like not openly but the things she says are very problematic and racist and sexist and all. Okay. So I have been listening to Lana Del Rey since I heard of like um I heard Young and Beautiful when I was like 13 and I have like it was always like you know like there like I loved her music I um stopped listening to it in like the middle then again when um NFR came out I started listening to it a lot and uh with her I think apart like keeping like I think there's like two problems first of all yes the racism the um always like on edge like you can never rely on her because she's she's a little stupid okay <laughs> <laughs> um she's a little like not informed and um she's a very like white woman um Karen White yeah. yeah so um with her like i can like if someone saying that you know like she's racist she's homophobic i have nothing to like back counter. yeah like nothing to counter that because i don't know like i know that you know like tomorrow i could like wake up to like her like having said something homophobic and uh that's like one thing the other thing is um her lyrics itself mm. her art um her art romanticizes abuse glamorizes it um talks about like wanting to stay in relationships and everything and a lot of people did like try to hold her accountable like ultra violence is the album right yeah it's pathetic mm. like um i listened to it a lot because i didn't realize what the lyrics meant but now that you know like i think it aged badly like for me personally right. like when i listen to some songs of like the album i can't listen to it because it's pathetic hmm. it's like the um the stuff she says and stuff but it is also like from like me it's like a point of view that i have not experienced or like been through so i don't know if it's um as like ridiculous as someone else as it is for me or not but for me again like personally it's it doesn't sit right with me uh other than that i think like her music in general is like again like romanticizes abuse a lot yeah and i don't know what to make of it like i literally don't know what it to make it is a really confusing thing like i feel like in all of our other episodes we've had like a clear path of where to go but i feel like this is a very confusing topic yeah. in general because like i'll give you guys another example like dr luke trigger warning mention of sexual assault and rape um dr luke raped kesha repeatedly for a period like he would drug her and rape her i've not heard a single song of dr luke after that and dr luke has made some great music like from like i think 2008 2009 yeah. he's made some great music but i've just distanced myself from it so i feel like there's no like direct path that one can take but i think we definitely know that it's really 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 difficult to not like separate the two you know what i mean yeah. like another like huge example is chris brown i love rihanna so much i've listened like i johnny you love anti right i think that's a fantastic album i love anti have you heard anti naomi no but you know chris brown mention of to trigger warning mention of domestic abuse he used to batter rihanna as when they were together in like 2008 mm. 
and now I just can't bring myself to hear any of his music. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of and a lot of his music went viral on TikTok, TikTok. also. I was like, what is oh, happening? Like, yeah. What is going on? Because no. Yeah, and and they've both acknowledged that it was a mutually abusive relationship, but he obviously had a power dynamic over her that things it's irre- irrelevant to get into the specifics of it. But I feel like it just plays out really really differently in the face of cancel culture because with cancel culture and i don't know if you guys and i want your guys's opinion on this more than mine i feel like with cancel culture there's a wave of cancellations that come all together like as i said with me too and then with this whole thing of like these all artists are anti-semitic and is what is art supposed to be art is supposed to be something that like binds us together right and it's so close to like your heart to your heart exactly so it just confuses me on how do you so then, like John V said, like, or you said, how you're mm. so close to From the Dining Table, that's the yeah. song, for how he says, how John V literally cannot go a day without Lana Del Rey. But when you bung in what those people actually stand for, is it important to listen to that music objectively? It's a question because I can't answer. Because at the end of the day, it's one song. It's one song. It's one song. It's one movie. But it's one movie that... In means the, so much to me. Means so much to you, but is also putting and profiting in the pockets of people. Yeah, there's who, like yeah. thousand people mm-hmm. who, who are like, you know, that one movie. That one And then there's like thousand people mm-hmm. watching it. Like, we are not saying their talent does not exist. Obviously, it exists. They're very talented. But I do not think that nullifies the things they've done or said. Not at all. But I feel like, yeah, we. I think honestly as a person, like what I'm walking away from this is... Because it's really, this has been more like a dump of our own thoughts. It's been like yeah. more like a cohesive thing. I think as a person, I definitely need to work on improving it. Same, 100%. Because like, I think to myself, I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know, yeah. like when I hear like, like Go Crazy by Chris Brown, No Guidance by Chris Brown. Why am I hearing those songs? He is a proven trigger warning domestic abuse abuser. He's a proven abuser who's battered women. Janvi, do you agree? Yeah, completely. Uh, another thing I want to bring up is The Baby. And this is something that's really recent. Yeah, that's really, really recent. recent. Talk about it. And, um, okay, I didn't, like, I haven't, like, fully, um, I don't fully know, I haven't fully read up on, like, what exactly happened. But I know that he, like, made homophobic comments. It was, I think, regarding, like, the, um, the stereotype yeah. that um, people from the community, specifically, like, gay people, have um, this, are hugely, like, positive for, like, HIV and, like, STDs. Mm. And um, he said that, you know, like, my fans are not even, like... Yeah. It was truly, like, messed up. He said something really problematic as well, right? He said something about if Lil Nas can be gay in public, why can't I be homophobic in public? Yeah, and, um, like, he was deplatformed. Like, yeah, he was, like, he got out, like, shows. They, like, said, okay, you're not performing. Um, So many at one point, like, there were so many jokes about it. Saying that, you know, like, he's being, like, he's going to perform at, like, the school event or something like yeah. that. And I think that was, like, a really, like, good thing. But I think also, like, with this, uh, one thing that I do take away from this is that comparing him to Eminem. Eminem has some really, really messed up lyrics, which are straight up about, like, um, trigger warning, um, rape, sexual assault, homophobia, um, and oh, so many things. The whole so many things. So, um, there's, like, lyrics, like, you know, like, uh, she wasn't listening to me so I beat her up mm-hmm. and like about like uh, raping kids and stuff like even that even Love the Way You Lie is such a disgusting song yeah. like, have you seen the video for Love the Way You Lie anyway, no I haven't but it's like it's worse like there's like these like lyrics which are like slurs uh, slur usage and stuff and I have seen so many people saying that no you know like he was so influential in like the I- industry of rap 
Hmm? And that's the issue. Yeah, because I think like when you compare the baby and Eminem, I think as like the baby got like deplatformed, he also got deplatformed so easily because he didn't really have that much of an influence, whereas Eminem did, and whatever he said was really messed up, and he has not faced any consequences for it. Ever. And yeah, people back him up. People mm. support it. They're like, Look at I'm the not talent. homophobic, but he's talented. Mm. And I think you can't say that. Like, there is an extent also like to like what you're like condoning. So I think here's where we're gonna tie it all up, and here's where we sort of want your opinion. So after listening to it, you can reach out to any of us and tell us what you think. Of course, these artists have talent. Of course, these artists have done some great things. But these artists are also, at the end of the day, not good people. They're not. So should you be supporting their art? What is the deal with that? Is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? That's something that I'm yet to find the answer to. Same. Yeah, like, yeah. with, like, our previous two podcasts, we knew, like, we, we all stood at, like, the same place, and we knew exactly what our thoughts were regarding whatever we were talking about. With this... Even we don't, we don't have a lot of clarity it's, and we want clarity. Yeah, it's like literally, this is like a proper conversation. Yeah. Though, because like we, I walked away from this at least hearing stories from her, hearing stories from Janvi, just generally getting the vibe of everything. And I yeah. feel like it is a really, really, really difficult topic to cover. And that was just like our two cents on it is that it is something we need to practice for sure more than you just preaching, but it's not yeah. easy to do at all. It's really easy to like just, just separate. say it. Yeah. 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 It's so easy to say that you cannot separate them. They're the same entity. But when it's something so personal to you, it gets so conflicted. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, it it comes out everywhere. Like, even like, like, you know, like, deviating from topic a little bit. But do you remember when XXXTentacion died? I don't know if I'm pronouncing him correctly. When he passed away, when he was killed. There was a lot of talk about how he trigger warning rape. There was rape allegations still leveled against him. But once he passed away, his music became fantastic. Everyone's like, you know, like, I'm listening to it. His, his his lyrics also have some level of problematic in them. There's a lot of... And if you would call out his problematic behavior, they would be like, respect the dead. Respect the dead. Yeah. And that... Yeah, a lot of gray area. A lot of gray area. Because it's like, you know, do you respect a person who's no more? But does the fact that they are no more having been brutally killed at such a young age, which is, of course, very sad, right? No matter who you are. Just Obviously, dying. they also left behind a lot of people who cared about them. Who cared about them. But, you know, where does that I stand? I think, like, there's a difference between, like, making fun of, like, their death. And, and acknowledging them. Out them and acknowledging what, yeah. they, what they did in their time on Earth. And that's also definitely, like, a thing of, can you separate someone's art, which is their legacy, right? The legacy that they're leaving behind. And the person themselves. Yeah. And, yeah, I think we just need to become better at that as people. Yeah. And yeah, this was this was actually I think the most like a lot of introspection. A lot of introspection. Yeah. This was the most like podcast that we actually set out to make, like you know, yeah. like a general conversation. So thank you, Janvi. This time it's your time to say the outro. Okay, my social battery is actually drained. Yeah, same. <laughs> We've been recording for way too long. I'm done. Okay. And uh, bye, guys. See you. See you later.